Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. Yo, this is man like Doreen. Hi, this is Tom Thurwa. This is Veggie. This is the Asian sensation Kanji. This is the nightmare fuel hustle alone. This is Joe Rage, the heavyweight classic. This is Mad Dog, O'Dockery. This is Tonga. I'm the Breaker, Kyle Kingsley. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. And you're listening to... And you're listening to... You're listening to... Broken but Glorious. Broken but Glorious. To Broken but Glorious podcast. Because like me, you are head to toe. Hello, welcome to Broken Glorious on BBGWrestling.com. I'm Chris Lapp and I'm delighted to be joined on the line by James Reed. How does he this Hi, today? Chris. <laughs> Hi, Chris. Thanks for having me back. You well? Yeah, I'm all right. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, I think it's been a, a year since you're lost on. So. Yeah, I think we done that JFAB, didn't we? And then we had to just do it again. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was yeah, Alexis Falcon, Harley Hudson, and. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. I can't remember any names. It's just Jessica Light as Hannah Taylor. Yeah, it's just them planning their match out in the background. Yeah, just, they were, oh, you can, they were in a triple threat, weren't Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so then, yeah, you came back on, I think it was the week before the Island Rumble, and that was the last show I That's went to. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, cause, That's it now. Yeah, because yeah, the week before you were working at. Ignition, I think you did Ving Cruz. So you know, I kept seeing you. Yeah, it's weird though because like you look at the Facebook memories what come up from like the whole like, through lockdown, mm-hmm. and you're like that way a year ago. That that feels like two months ago. And yeah. anyone I've spoke to about like who've kept it talking to throughout lockdown that we've all been saying, hey, there's that show from like last year or whenever it's coming up. You you think like yeah, it was me and the Dogs of War versus a. Uh, the paradox it was it was uh Leighton uh it was Andy Knox yeah RJ Silver and Connor on the other team and it was a charity show like Sax is was meant to be in it with the dogs of war and he yeah put his trust in me that match and he put me in and it come up on my memories and I was me me Connor and uh, RJ Silver we'd be happy talking and we so freaking out like you wouldn't think that was a year ago it only felt like about three or four months ago yeah so definitely. it was just mind boggling some of this stuff yeah, good. Yeah, I But yeah, that, that yeah, the Wrestle Island show was my last wrestling show I went to for that one. Yeah, so it's I, like, yeah, that was a cool show. That was, that was a, a really great show. show that. A, the yeah. crowd were great, and Pete, Pete, look, Pete had done me a big favor. Eh? I was I was technically in work that day. Yeah, and, eh, because I'm, I'm a support worker and I work with like, lads who got autism. Eh, he let me bring them, and the lads loved it. Like. Eh, I try and take them places a bit like yeah. a bit more into that's the community. Amazing. That's what we try and do. We try and bring them all out in the community more and you know, get to meet other people. And um there's what one's one can one's a uh, one can communicate with you, can talk to you what the uh, the other I can't and yeah. the lad who can talk buzzed off it when he came back home, he was just like, Oh, oh my god, we went we went here today, you know, wow, like <laughs> These guys were whoa, and this guy went whoa. We were proper buzzing, and he had AEW on that night. He was going, oh look, this is what we seen today, stuff like this. He was buzzing with it. The lad who couldn't talk, he was he's got really bad anxiety, guy. Yeah. Um, like we've got to go to the same Aldi, the same Tesco, and if we go somewhere different, even though he's been there before, he's just like whoa, why why am I here? Whoa, this is this is the place, and you've got to remind him up, just chill out. You know, you're cool, mm-hmm. even though he's not vocal. Yeah. He understands it. He's got his own. He doesn't know how to sign language. He's just got his own little unique way of communicating with you. So oh, wow. you can yeah. just tell by his um, 
his body language when he's like his anxiety's building up or something's not right or if he's in a good mood or something. So like say we went the Asda like yesterday instead of going to Tesco to go and get water. As was literally next to us, he went, Come, like we scrolled the Asda here. And as we were walking, he just starts to slow down and his arms come up and he was just like freezing up. I'm doing the reactions, you can't even see me. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like freezing up and I because I'm I'm as one-to-one mentor I'm just like look, yeah. look it's cool calm down look we're in the house you're, you're here with me just chilling on out and he was just like oh okay as we got in there he was just like oh yeah I've been in this house before so um, after i had done my spot on the rumble we sat at the very back and I'm just like look it's cool we're, we're alright you know and the lad who was very who can talk was like yeah this is like dead cool this look at him getting slammed and threw over and then I was just <laughs> up and then I was just like I've got to go and I don't want to be put him into a situation where he has never been before but yeah. But from morning until then, he's done brilliant. And when I got home, he said I'm proper made up and proud of him because he could have just freaked out and like just went off on one and like you know just to get anything to get out of there kind of thing. But he just held his ground and just was brilliant throughout the day. So I was proper made up little bits yeah. like that. Yeah, amazing. But make the job worthy that like you know what you think like that's a, that's a step forward that that he can be in a crowd that big. Oh, that's a, that's an amazing story. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was made up with Peter, and like they were they're very understanding, and they go, they go through great lengths with restaurants. Like, they do, know, like, yeah. like look at the stuff that they do for the community, and that, like, they say, like, you know, if you've got Tim food, anything like that, you know, just drop it off. And I think that's brilliant. With the, like, you say, yeah, they also say, bring some food, get a photo of a wrestler, or yeah, bring, bring honestly, I've, 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 I've got I've got massive respect for Peter, and I've told him before, I've said, like, thinking. You know, it's it, it's one of them companies will go above and beyond for others before themselves. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> so, how you been surviving lockdown? Yeah, um, it was a bit of a brutal lockdown at the start. Like um, at the start of lockdown, um, I was just chilling out for a bit. You know, obviously with lockdown, it's kind of been of a blessing as well as a case because I was I just took it as like, look, my body's being battered. Yes, all yeah. shows and the training and stuff I do so forth. I'm just going to use it as like. Just to recover, so I was um I was grabbing the keys off the lad who owns the major, and I was going when no one else was there. I was cleaning up after myself, so it was all like you know it was all well structured to use it. Yeah, and uh, when I go and grab the keys off me, leave them in the letterbox, and I and I I put them back there at the end of the session. It was only like half an hour to a forty minutes to an hour in there, so um that kept me busy. And then I don't know where I had a prolapsed disc because Ooh, um, yeah. I thought it'd be a good idea when we got the pool set up in the summer for the people that we support because it was sport working for the people who have autism and um, we yeah. always get the pool out every year and um, have a barbecue and stuff. So I thought it'd be a good idea to pick my brother up in like a bit of a farmer carrier position to like wind him up saying I'm going to throw him in to get them laughing and then yeah. as I put him <laughs> down, I kind of jarred me back and I oh. thought nothing over the times I go a bit like, oh, painful out but walked off I was fine but then I was blaming the bed in there because every morning I'd wake up going this bed's destroying me back and then it just turns out I prolapsed my disc just putting him down and the way he was like wiggling around and stuff like that thinking I was going to throw him in when he had his phone heavy in his pocket <laughs> so I seen a physio and the physio actually said to me um, your back is, your lower back's absolutely mangled and destroyed he said the reason why it hadn't fell apart earlier is because um you, you was training every day and you were strengthening it. So yeah. Jordan lockdown as you've relaxed and then you've gone to pick someone up. Like being a man, my brother's like 90 kilo. So I've just picked someone up 90 kilo, no warm up, no stretching and that. And um, it's destroyed me back straight away. So you said, as you can see, like um, it was going to happen in the matter of time. It's just 
it's it's just happened during lockdown, so at least I could, I could recover then, do you know what I mean? So um, it was that bad. Someone who's highly recommended as a physio, um, like he's known as like like the episode of Bath where he's a healer and he's yeah. telling people like, heal, heal. I tell you describe Keith because he's, every, anyone, he, fi- he fixes anyone with a touch of his hands because he's, he's that good at his job. Yeah. He physically couldn't fix me. I was just, I was just in a bad way. And um, Dave Falkner actually fixed me with his in, in uh, inversion table. Now an inversion right, cool. table is yeah is something where you hang upside down like a bat, like head head um, head down, like your feet to the ceiling kind of thing. Because your back mm. works is a suspension like your car. So you would say if you're six foot, like I'm six foot three. Say if I wake up six foot three in the morning, in the yeah time I'm going it's about five foot eight, five foot nine because your back's just taking a pounding all day. And that's where like your back aches and stuff like that come from. And and um the only way you can get that right like resetted is lying down. Like when you go to bed, you're resetting your back and then you wake up at six foot three. So the only way you can reset your back and fix it is hanging upside down and stretching out the spine. Yeah. And going to bed. So obviously I didn't want to sit in bed all day every day because I've got a job to do and I don't ring up sick because even if I got shot, I'd rather still turn up to work and let them send me home the ring yeah, up definitely. sick thing. Being shot, being <laughs> shot because I've worked throughout the whole of lockdown and I don't want to be letting the lads down now. So um, Dave was Dave would ring me every day because he suffered from four of these in the past and he's and this is yeah. one of the things what kind of put him off fighting again. But he told me and um, he would ring me up every day, seeing what I was up to, seeing what the physio would say, see what I've been doing. It's like come down and try this table and I was like look if Keith can't can't fix me I don't think a table can he was like look if he, if, if it doesn't work you don't have to try it again so he went down to his work and eventually it was working but he was like obviously I can only go down once a day yeah. or when I could so I need to be on this table as many times as I could in a day so I ended up buying my own and eventually it was pulling everything apart and I was back to normal just at the time when I had this prolapse disc Oh, amazing. The first lockdown had finished. Yeah. And um, FS was back again, and I couldn't even go into training. I couldn't bump. Because when I was borrowing, I it wasn't a good idea to keep trying to keep training while I had this prolapse disc. Because, say, if I'm doing deadlifts or squats or, like, um, shoulder presses, it's the weight what's burning down on you. Mm. Still, it's, 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 like, crushing me back, back down when I'm trying to set the joints. It wasn't a good idea. So I thought, oh, I'm getting better. And I was making things 10 times worse. So I try and roll and do like forward rolls and stuff like that. You're doing basic training on the mats, and I was like, if I don't feel nothing, I can go to FS to train. Which every time I rolled, I was just in a massive pain. So I just said, I can't. If I can't roll in here, I don't think I could take a bump or no. let alone do the international in FS. So I felt I felt terrible that I couldn't go. And then obviously the lads end up going to NXT in America anyway. So I end up missing them to say goodbye and stuff like that. And oh, then, um, yeah. After they left, come the November, um, it ended up getting better. But in the November, I had to go for like a small operation due to me clones. But that's a different story for a different day. So um, <laughs> I ended up getting back on my feet and then back into FS when Danny Hope took over. Danny Hope's sessions were great. And obviously, mm-hmm. it didn't last too long because of lockdown again. And then um, I ended up finding, um, like Dave ends up getting me down to his work. to been like doing barbell complex training, which mm-hmm. I've stuck to now where... I always said bodybuilding is not the type of training to be doing in, um, in wrestling or like even the style of training I'm trying to do now, but like jujitsu or um, yeah, like catch wrestling. That it's bodybuilding is not the type of training for that because 
even when you look at the WWE wrestlers now, like you've seen the way like Sheamus goes around and goes, look who I'm training with today. Yeah. And it's like, like I seen just one on Facebook there, it was Bailey, and she was doing like cleaning press. It's a CrossFit type of movement. It's like a full body movement. They're all doing like full body with like full body movement warehouse now. So um, when I went to Dave's work, it was a bit like a prison yard warehouse. Like oh, you go in this, to this room, yeah, and there was like plates everywhere, like the dumbbells and stuff like, it was, like a makeshift dumbbell kind of thing. And then they had this barbell, a twenty kilo barbell with twenty five kilo weights either side with me to seventy kilo. Yeah, ow. and he was like, "Look, I haven't got anything less than this, so if you can't pick it up." which I think you can't pick up. Like he said, um, I don't think you'd be able to use it. So he said to me, like, go up and pick this up and shoulder press it. So me being me, I, I went from, like, a typical bodybuilding, pick it up and try and, and, try and uh, stiff it up. And he was like, no, no, this is how you do it. So he got the thing. And he just goes, he does it from a deadlift into an upright row, flicks it, and then shoulder presses it. And he goes, it's a full body movement you need to do. So he ends up showing me and teaching me how to do it. And he was just trying to explain to me, you need explosive movements and explosive exercises. Mm. You know, like when you're doing bodybuilders, we all know it makes you more robotic and stiff and slow and stuff like that. That's why you never see like boxers doing bodybuilding movements or anything like that, because it does make you slow and stiff and that. It does, you, yeah. you, you'll notice it, like as much as you can say about like 20 inch biceps means it'll just make you dead slow. That's why you see half the heavyweights who are like dead slow and stuff like that nowadays. But, they're all like dead sluggish than they are mm. um, like welterweights like pretty slick and fast aren't they like Canelo holds as well yeah and the, the, that's why he's the pound for pound champion of the world <laughs> it's, it's, it's disgustingly good um, anyway so he had me doing stuff like that and like circuit training where it was like using battle ropes uh, using the weighted plates to do farmers walks and stuff like that and with me if I do but like so a, top, a typical bodybuilder's warehouse is push pull legs Obviously, a day of push, pull of legs, and a day of push, a day of pull, a day of legs. Now, like I said, it'll just make you dead stiff and weary when I've been doing, like, when you're doing the rests in between, like, you might do dumbbell curls and go, I've got to wait a minute now. And then that's why people just sit on the phone, cause the board, and like, oh, it's time to lift them up again. You look at the time, so you've been like 20 seconds, you're like, oh, you know, freaking, um, it's it's a minute sometimes is like an hour when you when you're trying yeah. to rush and get out the gym. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, especially when you're clock watching. It's yeah, exactly. Yeah, because yeah. you're trying to do forty minutes to an hour. Like when people say I was in there for two or three hours, totally wasting your time. Like literally mm. wasting your time. Use them hours to get the food in to recover and then get back in the next day. Otherwise, you're coming in sore, and then you're like you're working body parts. What are two sores to be taking? And it's a waste of time. Anyway, um, so with me, I've got to feel like I've got to earn that rest. So this training, what we were doing, I was like, at like Dave would say, like, you have two minutes rest now. And I'd be blowing out of myself and I'd be like, oh, no, I really do need a rest here, which I love do. I love that feeling. So I carried that that training on. So that, I've, I've gone back to powerlifting stuff, yeah. which is the Wendell 531, and, um, which is just based on deadlifts one day, uh, the bench press, military press, and squats you just do one exercise a day so see if you haven't got time to do the like a full day's exercise mm-hmm. for like a full hour you just go in and do your main lift so yesterday i done bench press for instance yeah and now yeah. with bodybuilding when you read the wendell 531 it just says yeah after you've done that and you want to do a bit more you just do the accessories into it 
So an accessory into like what you think might help do your bench press more. So you might just train some triceps after it or some shoulders. Just sort of what you think might help it mm-hmm. and uh, make, make your bench more. But with me, because I'm trying to do strength and conditioning now, so the powerlifting to be strengthening, the conditioning now is like Metcon training. So there's hitting Metcon training. Oh, well, it's yeah. just a fancy word for, 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 for conditioning, honestly, when you read it. So with the one that it just says to you, um, just make sure you're doing exercises what are not going to affect your next day lift. So I do if I do bench press the first day and hmm. then the next day I'm on squats, obviously don't train legs. Do you know what I no. mean? Like just yeah. um, or don't so or don't do the, the, the air bike. I'd have to just do like pull-ups, um some rows, some shoulder press stuff. Do um, fifteen I do time between like fifteen reps of like three or four rounds, depends on how long we've got in there really with a two minute rest. And then when I've done my squats the next day, which shouldn't be affected because I've done an upper body kind of um, conditioning, mm. I should be able to do some like leg stuff then and I'd be air biking. So where CrossFitters will go, oh, I've got to burn 20 calories off on the bike. I'm not going for calories and going for distance because I'm looking for stamina. So yeah, I ride, it's like four to 500 meters ago. So roughly if I do three rounds of like my exercises, like say maybe if I done legs, I do some sit ups, pull ups, whatever I need to do. Then do the air bike, do five hundred meters on it. Wakes up to like fifteen hundred meters, and then that's like a sort of strength and conditioning for me. But you can't do it every day, so it's like yeah. So like the other day where I done deadlifts, I felt rough because I've been doing a lot of it. So I went, I just do some bodybuilding today. So I just done a few um, aesthetics movements like the chest, yeah. and then I done arms for the sake of it. So I didn't, I, I don't. So it just kind of gave me body a rest, and then I felt great the next day but um, with lockdown being totally eased more up um, my back's still a bit rough on my left side though it turns out I've got knots in my hip and um, yeah I I, I was saying my my girlfriend actually last night I said to her can you do us a favour can you just look at my back here I said I'm giving up the best thing like even if you ring the doctors up and you say to them look I've got a bad hip or something they're just going to tell you look you've just got to stretch it out which then you explain Look, I am stretching it out. I just need a painkiller to help me stretch it out so I can you know, like ease into it more. Otherwise, you, you, you're trying to stretch out pain. What's unbearable mm-hmm. after time? Yeah. And um, so then that's why they give and go, look, there's the painkiller. You, you take them until it eases off, blah, blah, blah. So then my girlfriend's like rubbing me hip, trying to get these little balls, like muscle balls of tissue. Like, you know, when you've had, like, you know, when you've been on your desk all day, like, yes, you could definitely. be sat on in this video. And you're gonna go, oh, I've got a knot in my back, and then you're gonna ask your wife, like, or oh, do a favor, just can you just rub this out my back? And then you get that horrible, sickly feeling of like, yeah, the definitely. Release. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm getting from my hip. So when she's rubbing out, she goes, she presses on my hip and goes, Is that where it's sore? And I went, Yeah, did you know that? She went, There's a massive bruise there. Wow, and now I know being back to them, MMA and Jiu Jitsu and stuff like that, but I can't tell you off the top of my head how I've done it, like, if. If if I've say if I've been through or I've been given a takedown, I'd say, oh, you know what? That'll be from that takedown I got the other day from Joe Bloggs, and mm-hmm. that's how I've done it. But I I can't tell you because no one kills you. We're all just just going through technique. It's no no one goes to these gyms and goes, I'm going to try and knock everyone out or anything like that. That's not it's it's not the way. No. We all go in there to try and better ourselves and better each other or anything like that. So no one goes in hard. So for the life, I was like, I don't know to. God, I have got a bruise that big on me back, which is affected oh, how, like how, how I take a bump. Because usually when Dave takes the classes, he'll go, come on, Jay, I'll do the takedown on you. 
and then he'll explain to people because he does pro wrestling, he knows how to take a bump and handle a bump. So he goes, That's why I do the takedowns on Jay. And I'm not gonna tell I'm gonna tell you now, Dave never done it because Dave doesn't lash in when he's doing it. So mm. I can say, like, Dave never done it. So he's he's in the innocence. <laughs> so yeah. um, so, so uh, and, and he hasn't done it on me for for a few days now because he knows how bad my back's been. So um with someone who's had back problems again in the past, he knows straight away when to do it and not to do it and what to do with it. So um, for the life of me, I can't do bumps. So that's why I haven't attended any wrestling schools lately. So as much yeah. as I like to go to like like to future shop and stuff like that, I can't go because I don't want to be making something worse when I've got my first show now coming up. Yeah, so yeah, it's completely understandable. <laughs> so, so since exactly. we last so, spoke, your um, your wrestling school, Fighting Spirit, did has closed. That must have been gotten for you. So. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate because you know. Um, it's somewhere where I started off and somewhere where I wanted to like retire. Like I, 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 when I started wrestling, like I said, J- James Deacon, Zach Gibson come into the shop and yeah, I didn't put two and two of it, like at first. Like, I, I was like, I knew I've seen these somewhere, but I can't tell you where I've seen them. And then it, it took me nephew to SmackDown, Liverpool, Echo Arena at the time. Like I always take them every uh, every time they were on. And um, that's when they come out. And I was like, ah, I knew where I've seen these. And then, it, like obviously from the last podcast if you there like it goes from there that's when James Sake said come down and have a go and it, yeah. it, like, the story goes from there and I always wanted James Sake to finish like to, to like retire me like I spoke to my future shock when it was up in the air because they did tell us on one training session like they don't know whether they're going or not they're trying not they want to stay over here more mm-hmm. before they go over there but obviously it's probably a contract they couldn't turn down and the opportunities of like I'm glad they've gone for the sake of like you could have been sat over here like miserable like the left the left the rest of us in lockdown when you could have been over there living the dream during the yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm so, yeah I'm so good to they didn't win the, the, the NXT titles I exactly think, I think them, them winning it and then MSK chasing them would have been a much better story that, than they went for yeah that would have been a much better made, made more sense to me it should have been like get them to chase it and then it could have been a big thing at the takeover before media there's mm. a lot of belts changed that night so you don't know whether they were going to maybe even like pass them over or keep holding them you never know but it is what it is isn't it mm. but um, with, with FS I was opening like, I spoke to my future when he was against Rob Drake I said I was hoping you'd, you'd, um, you'd retire me and so I can call it a day now like, me, me, as much as everyone else don't know how long we're going to be doing it for like I just want out of it want to put into it yeah, I can guarantee you hand on heart I'll tell you now I was the hardest working in there I know everyone will be sitting there shaking their heads like always talking out of his backside here and that I guarantee you to try and prove me wrong because with someone who I've got Crohn's disease, as mm. people know of, and um, I don't like talking about it, so I won't go into, go into discussion about it. I've always been like, I've got to prove to people, like, I'm, as much as I've got this wrong with me, I'm still one of the ones in here, like, you know, like one of the hardest workers in here. I'm, even like in my jobs, and that, I, I, I remember working at Aldi and never told them what was wrong with me until I had, no. to, I had to go for an operation and I had to explain to them what reason why I didn't tell you because it's nothing to do with you, it's to do with me. And I always made sure I was one of the hardest workers in there. And then, like, and then when they found out, like, oh, he's got Crohn's, he's been making a show of us in here kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I, when I'm saying about one of the hardest workers, I mean fitness, why people who walk in and say, like, and say, like him, like they out, they could out wrestle me. Okay, yeah, sounds. You've either been doing it years longer than me in a different school, and you've come to FS and you're doing it. Yeah, and you've got more experience than me. You've had more shows. I can say, yeah, you're the best wrestler than me because of that. And you know, I, I'm not going to argue with that. You, you, you know, you, you do you, but I'm going to tell you now, you're never going to outwork outwork me um, fitness wise. You're never going to ever outwork me at that. And you better wake up and 
say sorry to me when you when you wake up and believe and think that you're ever going to do that. Mm. Like I remember the days where we were doing like a sword hit training to warm ourselves up. And it was like you run to the opposite side and come back. It was like the full length of the gym and you had to flip tires. You had to do like bunny hop, squat jumps there and back. You had to do all kinds. I loved it. I loved yeah. all that type of training. Yeah, so that, that was just like, that was like, and again, that's another argument where people go, you only went once a week. I paid X amount and went every, every session. It's like, you do that, but I'm still going to be working harder than you than that session than I am the other sessions mm. as well. It's just what I'm trying to do is I, I, I do other training outside of SS to try and implement it back in. But again, I'll go into that in a bit. But mm. um, so the, I remember one night, everyone, everyone was like running over to the bottles of water, which is the wrong thing to do. Like you just get your breath back, then get your water otherwise. So when they all, when people run over and get the water, you'll just see me with my hands on my hip, just trying to get me, my breath back and doing the movement. You can't even see me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm walking around in a circle, just trying to get my breath back. And then I'll go, Right, I'll go and get a drink of water now. Otherwise, if people are over there, like taking big gallops of drink and you're like, <gasps> and then drinking it again, and then after water's gone, and it's and it's it's going to be loads of water setting your stomach. Like I remember me boxing coach years ago, God bless him, he's passed away. And everybody said, you only take sips of water, wise, mm. carrying that water on your, on your session, and you're going to be sluggish, you're going to be slow. So ever since then, I was like, oh, he was right. You know, yeah, just definitely. take little sips and like spit it out, blah, blah. You don't want to be taking all big half gallons of water down on you and then you're feeling horrible and sluggish. But either way, anyway, this is what I'm trying to get at. <laughs> um, giving everyone freaking advice here. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, and then by James Drake pulled us all in one night. And bear in mind, like me and James Drake and Zach Gibson used to see each other in the gym all the time. We used to stay in the same JD gym. Mm. Um, and even Zach used to say to me if I was in there, like, oh, come, come and jump in with me and me and uh, Mike Hill, yeah. Like, my, him and Mike Hill used to be training partners. James yeah. Drake used to do his own thing because um, he used to follow, like, um, um, coaching stuff, what he used to get sent. So he used to be in his own little world doing his own thing. So but Zach Gibson used to say, like, come on, come and jump in with us. So they knew exactly um, what I was doing there and he knew I was getting my head in the gym so it's not like I, something I had to prove anyway so I remember one night James Drake goes looks at everyone and then looks at me I'm, I'm like in, on the side by myself just like oh, like wait to see what he says see what yeah. kind of session we're going to do he looks at me and goes you tired oh no I'm not tired and he looks at everyone else and goes reason why he's not tired because he gets in the gym every day we see him in there and you just all need to start like that too. Like you probably all do, but you know, it was along them lines, basically say like, you know, make sure you get fit and stuff like that, blah, blah, blah. And to me, that made, that made loads for me because it was like, I'm glad to see in the hard work I'm putting in. Yeah, definitely. Do you know what I mean? Um, so I was like, at least I notice and that, even though I come once a week, at least, you know, I'm like literally like trying to put a graph in to show, look, I know I'm only here once a week, but you know, I'm one of the, I'm at least the hardest working in here. I've put my hand on that to say that. And then it, like, we started going into like doing sidestepping in circles into squats and press ups. And like, I get up in the morning, I do 100 press ups in the morning. I do a press ups of a, it's always something I've done since boxing, I'll always do it. Mm-hmm. And um, when they say they, everyone comes together to do squats and then they go in your own time, do your press ups. But I can blast press ups out like no tomorrow. Yeah. And I, I always remember just looking up, but I'm, it's never, it's not a race. Obviously, it's a, it's a beginner's frigging, it's the beginning of the, the session. It's, a, it's just a warm up. And now what gets to me is that it's a warm-up and it doesn't matter if you're first or last, you're not going to impress anyone. Even if no. you're doing football and you've just done, I've just done 20 press-ups, coach. It's the warm-up, mate. What, he's not going to throw you on the first 11 aside game, on the game next week. Like, well, he's, on, he's just done 20 press-ups there that quick. Throw him on, captain next week. 
mm. which seems to be people's like it was in people's heads like finishing first was like to impress them which obviously yeah. doesn't impress anyone well, they're surely they're surely don't get the technique exactly. right more so possible and doing it quickly so i'd be i'd be doing press-ups and look up going like just look, I just look at people and just think like, well, how are they getting on? Are they blown out? Are they blown out of the backsides or are they, you know, are they getting? Are they smashing it? I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. they're all smashing it. Then your person, you'll look up and they're looking at you like, oh, I've got to catch up today. I've got to catch up today. And I'm just laughing at you, going, you'll never catch me. I'm going to break your dreams down now and just say you'll never ever outwork me that way. Yeah, you can say, well, I've gone to this show and done this. I've won this title of. I've travelled here and I've got all this experience in the ring, but you'll never outwork me though. So I'm just going to pop your bubble now and just say to you, wake up and smell the roses, kid, because you'll never ever outwork me. Wow. <laughs> so I yeah. guess, yeah, you've mentioned you've had uh, had this time to rest your body and probably evaluate what's worked well and what hasn't worked well over the last year. So uh, are you, have, you, have you been given this time to like, you've got to like, do some character tweaks when we come back? Have you got some new yeah, sets um, for the return? I've, I've actually um, done a load of that. Like, um, it just took the time to recover and um, re- just recover and just evaluate everything. Like when I first started, I didn't know how far I was going with this thing. Like yeah. I remember years ago, my mate Sonny took me to a wrestling show, the TNT one, Ignition, and it was just to watch our um, mates wrestle anyway. And he, he, he introduced me to Jay, like to T-Bone, people he knew through tattooing and stuff like that. Mm. And um, I remember being there and I was just like, I am jumping on this show one day. It doesn't matter how long it takes. I'm jumping on this show yeah. before I call it a day. doesn't matter, then I'll call it a day. So, um, obviously, I, it was only for Dave to recommend me to John Kane, to throw me on John Kane, uh, the goodness of his heart, just said, yeah, go ahead, throw him on with Joe Bolt. And obviously, again, that podcast from last time, that, I'll tell you the story from what I... Yeah. Um, I started to run away with it. So, if you looked at me attire back then, it was just a pair of borrowed kick pads from Dave and me MMA shorts of course, well... I only want to just do a few shows and just say I've done it. Like I said, I've done all that hard work. I just want to get something out of it now. Yeah. That otherwise, like that that year in 2019, all I've done was the the FS Battle Royal thing where they threw a few people in it, and then last year it shut. So if I had waited till December to that Battle Royal instead of going out by myself and wrestling, I'd have just said, "Well, all that just to do a Battle Royal. What what's the hard work got me?" Yeah, definitely. Do, do, you know, do you know where I'm coming from? So, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like they're there to teach you to wrestle, they're there to coach you and show you the moves and work safely. They're not there to go put you on shows. It's it, that's down to you at the end of the day. It's just a nice thing to say that your first show is your wrestling school show. That's it. That's that, that's just the thing. But obviously, freaking, I went out by myself thinking, you know what? I'll give it a try. I like I said in the last podcast, James said, give me his blessing, saying, hey, come on, go and give it a try and see what you think and you know, go from there. Anyway, um. So yeah, I think the first time I saw you was in Mega Slam in the Battle Royal. Yeah, yeah. And like yeah. you'd see me there with a pair of borrowed kick pads and an MMA, yeah. <laughs> an MMA shorts. <laughs> and um, so I started to take myself more deadly serious. Now I just want to see how far I can go. So that first year of wrestling, it's just getting your face out there, getting your name out there. It's as as, you, as your name drops out and you come out, no one's like, come on, Jay, it's just... I am Jay. I am Jay. I'm, I'm, I'm the good guy. So, you know, just let you know, I'm, I'm Jay. So, yeah. like, you can't, or the bad guy, whatever. You just let people know who you are. And then it was only for Blank Canvas where I got the opportunity there just to do the dark match. You come out like, you no, know, same story, same situation. I am Jay. I was like, go on, he's right. And I was like, whoa, it, it works. <laughs> everyone knows, people know who I am now. Maybe not everyone, but these people know who I am now. 
So it's not going from I and MJ to, oh, like, here's Jay. Go ahead, Jay. We've seen this lad a few times now because I remember that um, Bolton Town Wrestling, um, they've, they've done a show in mm. the August, September, and Ryan Stanley got me on that because, well, RJ Silver got me on it because um, I remember being outside the doctors and Crocters with me nan while she ran in, just dropping it in and dropping it back off. Yeah. And he said to me, what, like, what are you up to? And I just said, where I am, where I am. And he goes, do you want to find to come to Bolton with us to jump on the show, I'm not trying to get you on? And stuff like that. I just go, yeah, go ahead. And, and, and oh, just, yeah. just with the drop of a hat, I just go because I started distancing myself from training and started doing wrestling shows. I remember Craig West said to me, you're not a trainee no more. When you start doing shows, you're a full wrestler. So yeah. start separating yourself. So I just started giving up my time. At, like, I just changed the days. Like I said, it's the same once a week mentality. Like if I had a show to go to, to watch and show me face or go and wrestle on the weekend, I wouldn't go that weekend to train. I just go the Tuesday or Thursday. I just yeah. swap round. Or if I had a show on the Tuesday or Thursday to go to, like I know sometimes you can TNT run a show on the Thursday where they help out with, with ring crew and that. All right, so I just go the, the, the trainer on the weekend. That's all it was. I was just separating myself a bit more. I wasn't making mm-hmm. um, training like the most important thing anymore it was just well it's a show and then if I've got no shows on then I'll go to training that, that's all it was so then um, I'd done the Wrestle Island Rumble that was cool because that's obviously fun. you know it, I come in eliminated Gene Adams and Joe um, Big Guns Joe's looking great because I call them huge junk Guns Joe like the rest of the Nush lads they're all looking brilliant aren't they? yeah they're so, looking amazing um, yeah. you can see that they, they've just done the same thing as me Jordan Lockdown and just thought I'm going to I'll better myself on which they did I tap hot tops them like other people I go I, again I go and start a bit later um, so um, I'm in the ring as you've seen and then Conor Klein comes out and obviously you know like Paradox are massively over at Wrestle Island yeah. and Wendy started cheering for Conor and then all of a sudden it was my name getting chanted as well it's been like Conor James I thought that was one of the best moments I've had in wrestling so yeah having, having dual enchants of um, yeah. Yeah, anybody with Paradox yeah. is just because they're, yeah, they're like the heroes exactly. of Wrestle Island so. exactly they're really over there so um, I've been in mind I'm only still a new kid on the block I'm still only eight months deep into it but we're a year off now mm-hmm. like everyone else but I'm still I'm technically only eight months deep into it I'm, I'm still no one I'm still looking for I'm still I'm, I'm still learning so to me, that was a massive thing to me. I was like, oh, yeah, all these people know who I am. Like, like back and forth. And then, um, so from all like the shows I've done, like, and getting a bit more experience, I took myself more seriously. So I started getting the proper, proper set of kick pads. <laughs> I got myself some trunks made and a proper logo on. I've, I've just done recently just some, some shots with Tony Knox. So, um, oh, amazing. I've got, a, I've got me, me own ring, me own ring theme sorted now and even raised on like it. Um, we had on the podcast a few t- um, a few podcasts back now. Yeah, he was nice enough to put me me name on like uh, it's like a Tyson song. Uh, yeah, it's a yeah. Titan song. I don't know what I was trying to say there. The Titan <laughs> song with me theme music on because he was always messaging me going, "Have you found a new song yet?" Because the song I was using, other people were using. Obviously, it's with rounds upon to be, to use someone else's songs, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. So I want the new one anyway. I'm just using that for the sake of using it. So then Dave actually found me and come together. Which was a bit, but it's a, a bit of a kind of indie vibe to it, though. So it's yeah. not. It's just a, it, It's just someone playing it in a different way. So it suits me well, and it suits like being from Liverpool well. So uh, oh, before, that was yeah. great, and then he, he was nice enough to do that. So uh, take myself more seriously, and like I said, um, I know I do the jujitsu grappling background and that, but um, I won't be. I, 
I'm a wrestling fan just like you, and I'm not into it all. Every every other every other minute, you're seeing some dodgy triangle or dodgy armbar and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, I just I rather do at the start of the match where you, just for a bit of tech and trying out work people that way instead of trying to win all the time due to like MMA picking decisions or something like that. So I want to watch MMA fights. I go and watch two hundred five live or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> Again, I don't even watch that. Um, it's weird because it's, it's like I used to play football and watch football. Like I used to watch boxing, but I used to watch mm-hmm. boxing every Friday or main event. But with MMA and stuff like that now, I don't even like everyone goes, Oh, you're watching this UFC thing? It's like, I don't watch it. Yeah, it's, it's weird. I, I just, I'm, just, I'm, just not, I'm just not into it, but I, I love the training. It's a weird one. I know it's a weird one. But uh, <laughs> I've, just, I've just been watching really old 80s, early old 80s, 90s, like wrestling as well. Like, I just want to like go back to like basics and stuff. So, I've been watching yeah, loads definitely. of Bret Hart, Owen Hart, loads of old Ring of Honor with Daniel Bryan and stuff like that, Cesaro, like Kenny Omega and all that. And I love all that. So, I've just been watching more of that and more NXT because I I prefer NXT and NXT UK now over main events. WWE yeah, and I, yeah. I prefer it over AEW, but it's wherever you fancy, you fancy like. But I just I, I just prefer watching different things and I'm just trying to implement them together into my own style of work. So I've actually done my own work. I'm just waiting to get let out of me freaking <laughs> like I feel like I'm in the detention constantly yeah, sitting definitely. at home and so we can go on best. But you know, fingers crossed, hopefully, you know. Um Next month, the letters carry on the way we're going, and then we can start jumping straight into shows. Hi, this is Matt Davis, and you're listening to Broken Book Glorious. Yeah, so I think you're the first guest I've had on. We're in like over a year where you've had a match you actually want to promote. So on the 21st of June at the Kirkby Sports Bar for um, Superstar Pro Wrestling, you're facing Sheikh Al Sham. Yeah, the Sheikh. Um, yeah. Again, someone who's really experienced. Now, the reason why me and him are put together is like because. Like, obviously, Dave knows what I've been saying, like, and what I am still saying, and like, I just, I, I just don't put up like the bit. I, 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 on my Instagram, I like just putting up like what I'm doing. So I'll put up like today's like lift is like a deadlift, and then like I'll put like the conditioning bit by putting neck on up, saying this is what I'm doing. I don't put like a full video or anything like that or pictures, anything like that. Um, but like, she will show you doing. He's you know, he's pushing cars, he's pulling cars, he's doing yeah. all crazy stuff. It's amazing, yeah. Uh, it's the stuff what I'm into, so I'm like, I'd love to do all that. I, I, I like hats off to you, mate. I do all that, like hitting tires, flipping, blah blah blah. I'm into all that. I can just go on the bench and go and doing chest day to day and do about four sets of ten, and then carrying on hitting chest, and then putting a picture up later, ten to me chest, going, "Hey guys, look at this te- this 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 chest day I've done. What's going to last for an hour, and then mm. fade away again." I'm not into all that no more. Like I've done me bodybuilding, I didn't. I, I did enjoy it, and then I just stopped enjoying it. But because th- that type of training is not for me, I don't enjoy it no more. So the same what I'm doing, I love, and it's like with me and him, it's gonna be like battle of experience. It's gonna be like someone who's had loads of years of experience, who's been on all kinds of shows. To someone yeah, who's still I think, I think every promotion he's in, he's either off a mid card or main events. Exactly. Like yeah. every time I went on Facebook at one time, at one point, he was getting announced on a show, or he was. Uh, when a match when you know when lockdowns ended so good on him like, I think, I think he's, he's the, the he's the, the tag team champion at Preston City Wrestling he's got the power power up briefcase at Wrestle Island and yeah exactly yeah, so, so. It's, 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 what he's been doing is paying off so it's going to be like the battle of experience the inexperienced the newcomer you know the sort of veteran kind of guy and then it's going to be like who's going to be the fittest on the day who's been working that hardest like as much as I want to say at this point I've been well working hard on him I can't because he's put, been putting the exact same graft in as me. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I know the, like I know other people have been putting graft in where like, you know, they are doing them body transformations. Like I think Jack is a Jack Blower from uh, with Lance's partner. He's just put a video up on yes. Facebook. Oh, he looks amazing. Lost, uh, I think he's lost meat. about three stones. Stuff like so, that. So, yeah. So. I love stuff like that. I absolutely love it. Like I love seeing people's like here's a video of me doing me one rep max on whatever he's doing, or like this is a picture of me, like with a body transformation. Look, this is what I put on during lockdown. This is what I'm putting off now because shows come back up. Or like I said, the nush lads where you'll say, This is what I look like, and now this is what I, I love all that anyway. I love all the transformation. Mm. It's just the typical bro lifting stuff. I don't like it's the typical, like I just said there. I've just trained chest for the whole day, and there I am tensing as hard as I can. And it'll fade away in and out. Well, that's what I don't like. That's why I used to be like that. I'm not that yeah. guy no more. <laughs> 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 it's a shadow of me former Plodel. But I love the fact that I'm seeing as well that people are going back to training. It's gone from like, it's gone for I can't wait to go back to training. And everyone's like dwelling on it. And it's getting to it. Like the more you think about it, the longer it takes. And it's, it's frustrating as hell. Then. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. So that's, what, that's where your mental health comes in because you're like, Try not to think about it, and then it's like, oh, you think about it, and it's, you're like, that that day feels like a week, that week feels like a month, etc., etc. Et so I love going to me Instagram and going, hey, look, where I am, it's a picture of a ring, and stuff like that. Like, it was right, man, I can tell you're happy, and, you know, go and kill it, you know, do what you're doing, you know, that. so I love seeing it all at the minute. Mm-hmm. So anyway, the, the point anyway, me and Sheik, it's going to be like experience versus experience, it's going to be who's going to be the battle, who's going to be the fittest on the day anyway, so... It's going to be a good match. Yeah, yeah the, whole, the whole card looks great. So you've got the Billings and Bulldogs oh, yeah. versus Paradox. That should be amazing. Um, yeah, I was doing a bit of a... Um, I, was, I, was I was mixing in with it, the Billington sometimes during lockdown. They had, we set up the ring. We set up the superstar ring to like give a clean over, see what it looked like. Connor went out his way and yeah. done the ropes up one day, made it look boss. And um, with the whole red, white and blue, old 80s wrestling um, vibe to it. So me and the me and the Billingtons used to get in. I I, I love where the sports stuff I sit and watch YouTube all day for all sorry for all that. Yeah. So um when we, we do text it up, we used we used to buzz off each other because we used to be like they put me in something and I get out of it, like, oh but remember this one? And then they go, oh, and then you know what I mean? So we just we just be back and forth doing loads and loads of text. Mm-hmm. And um, those two were just bred for wrestling. Like they they were just like, right, who's getting in for five minutes wrestling? Let's go match on now and then you get out with them and then the other brother again and go, come on, now it's us now. And you just, you've been in and out for five minutes wrestling with them. So uh, oh, it's just bread for wrestling. So, and then you've got Conan and Enox again. There's going to be, there's going to be two lads experienced. It's going to be experienced against experience and tag team. So the good lads, and it's just going to be like, who's going to be the best experienced tag team on the day really, isn't it? Yeah. So then you've got oh, Dino Mark versus JJ Webb versus, um, Philip Michaels, that should just be a technical class. That's a good shout, that. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be a good shout, that. But technical stuff, you're going against the, the like the coach. Um, today, it's going to be like Dean Omar giving this, like, sort of students. Yeah. I know, like, I know, they don't, I know they don't go to all staff, but that sense to, like, say, for the students. I mean, like, mm. if you're going to have, it's like if I step in and have, um, a tech, try and have a technical match with Dean Omar it's like you're stepping up to a master here mate he's just going to give you the good school and that's one sign to get at so yeah, we're going to look for the technical match with him as well in the tip of bed it's like well get ready to go to school mate because that's what he's going to that's what he's going to take you with that one yeah elsewhere on the card you've got uh, Matt Fox versus Ethan Kelly that should be a lot of fun you've got um, yeah, Alfie, yeah. Alfie Brooks versus, and Harley Hudson versus Jordan Black and Hannah Taylor that's uh, great in, uh, yeah there's going to be two flippy boys there there's yeah. going to be two flippy boys out of um, 
Alfie Brooks and Jordan Black, so it's going to be good to watch them outflip mm. each other with that one as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then we got Aiden English, Aiden English, <laughs> Brian Aiden. This is Isaac North. That's, that's just a complete classic clash of styles. Yeah. That was meant to happen on um, a show years ago, but obviously it got messed around and turned into a four-way, but it got really got built up on that show and yeah. I was looking forward to it as well to sit back and watch it and obviously it got turned into a four-way instead, which didn't make sense. But either way, like um, I, I'm glad I get to actually see it now. It's going to be some giant who, as he walks out, I've seen kids cry, like little, yeah. literally kids sat crying, scared of this guy and then... You've got like a bit of a smiley face assassin because every time you see St- um, Brian Ainsley, you don't you don't see him miserable. You, you see him no. always smiling, laughing. So it's going to be like see if Isaac can wipe the smile off his face, or see if Brian Ainsley can give give Isaac a smile. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought you and Brian would make a great tag team. I think you got yeah. Like a, actually, so, I so. got in touch with him over lockdown, see how he was and stuff like that, and he actually mentioned it. When yeah. we talk about Superstar Pro, but it's something I wouldn't say no over. You know, it's one of them. You if you don't try, you never know. But it's at the end of the day, it's always down the promoter. What's yeah. what's happening? Who's going with who? Like, I could walk up to the promoter tomorrow and go, "Hey, look, throw us two in a tag team." But he's going to go, "Well, yeah or no? Yeah, that's a good idea. We have one with or no <clears> because you've both got two separate storylines. What you on? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but if you want a box, two lads with a back like a background, just give a shout. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so if you're in the Merseyside area, yeah, look out for Superstar Pro Wrestling because they're doing shows all over the county in 2021. It's one of the best. It's one of the best up and coming ones I've seen so far. Like I've yeah. seen shows what have stood out, and I'm like, I'll have to give that one a watch. I'll go over and watch now. And um, out of everyone though, it's Superstar Pro. I've seen like this is newcomers. Like I know there's like there's there's like ones who've been around for years that I'm separating this one from them because mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. They've stood out as well to make me go want to go over, which they've been off years. But Superstar Pro, out of all the new ones, what are up and coming? This is the one what's made me like go, yeah, this one stands out. Like I've seen, I've I've seen shows what have announced themselves and then plummeted in a, in a week of being announced. So definitely, yeah. But Superstar Pro, I've just, I've just, it's just something what just sticks out and makes you want to go. But like with Superstar Pro, reason why all that turned out was because Dave was doing his own show anyway. Uh-huh. And um, it was going to be the first show was actually going to be on the a pub, a legion by my house, which is down the road. Like I'm looking at the window now, like I'm, I'm looking at it because I was cracking a joke saying I'll come up and set the ring up and come back, and I'm wouldn't come back to the show. <laughs> That's how yeah. down the road it is to my house. And um, Jay Actor was going to do his own show, and it was going to be like build people up to put them on TNT. So it was a bit like the start of things. So it was going to be like the NXT four um, TNT. Like I know Ignition was meant to be the NXT for Extreme, but he wanted to get people built up to put them yeah. on Ignition, to put them on um, Extreme. Yeah. So it was going to be like Superstar Pro to be the NXT, Ignition to be SmackDown, TNT Yeah, I say Ignition is more as the, the, that's their family show and then Extreme's their adult exactly, show. Rather, yeah. rather than it's a feeder system for both. So Exactly. So um, it's that that's how he's worked it. So um, but like when, even when you're on Ignition, your main aim is trying to get on extreme though as well. That's why yeah. I kind of see it. But um, it's that's how. But they just put their heads together and then they've come up with Superstar Pro and then they've come up come out with Claw now, which opens on the twenty fourth of this month. So yeah, hopefully me back better. Otherwise, if, even if it's not better, I will just go down and support people. Just say hello to people because 
I know FS lads have been getting into future shock or some of them can't make it, but I kind of miss seeing everyone that once a week or yeah, even into them at shows. Like I was at shows that much, used to say to James Green, what, you're going to get sick of looking at me soon? <laughs> That's like a little joke to him because every time I used to go to a show, we, we, I was there. Yeah. So um, like I even got to a point where like I think it was October through November, every weekend I was at a show and my girlfriend just weren't happy, but I was like, look, you put up with it now. You know, I'm getting asked to be on shows, which I'm grateful for now. Like, I don't, I've, I've done the hard work. It's just when you back me, when yeah. it's like when I start out there, it's like, can I get out much, more, as much show as I can? This that the other time, wrestle some other NXT, done all that. Now it's like wrestle on certain shows. I've got on a list, I've got like a list of things to do before I call it a day. Like, not like yeah. I'm going to call it a day tomorrow, whatever it is, but I just sell certain shows. I still want to get on just to say I've done it. But then it's like, most importantly, now it's like I'm starting off from a low card. Starts the show kind of guy. Now I want to be mid cards going top tier. Like I want to be like sign main event and shows. Now I want to be front, at least a belt round my waist now. Yeah. So with the whole taking myself seriously, this is where I am now. It's not going to be like just show up, do a show and get off. It's like put on an absolute bloody performance and then show people here I am, what I do. You support it or not. It like I'm not going anywhere for now. This is Brian Adenson telling you to listen to Broken glorious podcast all right so you're the first person i've ever done this twice with so if you're promoting for a day promoting a show so using wrestlers you've either worked with trained with wrestlers are associated to you in some way i'll give you a match type and you tell me who you're putting that match with so who would you have in your opening contest to get the crowd excited my good mate connor over in um he's in china you've interviewed him before didn't you yes my yes. dog Doherty. my dog, dog is... matt, in versus matt davis again two oh. people who are brilliant Right, Matt Davis, especially as a heel. Um, nice, the nicest guy ever, out, like, isn't he, Matt Davis? But he's an awesome. Yeah, <laughs> Once he gets through that curtain. As well. okay. Wow. Uh, he's working face. He worked face against me, Sam, the squad. With, uh, with, uh, I'm gonna, look, I'm going to say Declan because I had a Kaelin, Colin. I, can't, I think it's Kaelin. But either way, mm-hmm. he's not a tag team against my, me, Sam, the squad. He come around, come out of nowhere with this around the world thing I've never seen him do before. And the crowd popped. I thought, oh. I thought it was the sickest thing I've ever seen him do. And he was like, <laughs> I prefer being a face over the heel, even though like you look at the guy and you just think, heel, yeah. straight away. And he, he can work a crowd. And then I've seen Conor, um, sorry, uh, like Mike Dogs over to you on Mr. Katz and the crowd loved him, even though it was his first debut show and the crowd loved Does him. That against and he drill, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, so again, I'd have them two at the open match, get them up. Oh, like, yeah, great Matt, match. Matt Davis to wind them up and, Matt, and um, get Mad Dogs to his moonsaults and get them all on the feet. Yeah, he put you, he put you in his main events when we did this. Yeah, so. uh, I was buzzing when he said that. He yeah. Honestly, like we met right at one FS training show with Chris Ridgeway. Chris Ridgeway. Yeah. We got put together and the pairs are just non stop speaking to each other. Oh, when amazing. He was in China, mm. we were just bouncing back and forth with each other I haven't spoken to him for a while I've, I've, but I have seen he's back to doing shows again yeah it's something while I made up seeing people do he's been he's back to shows he's back to team he's back to more or less normal life and I love to see it like he's pulling up show where he's been doing shows and he's got a tag team partner and I love to see it's like someone's life's back there now oh, it's like it's, all, it's it's and it's slowly coming back over to him so I'm like seeing people's lives come back which is it's just great just to see where people's happiness are coming back even if it just small things like going to the gym what we take granted for going to training doing shows what we all take for granted for now where it was like oh I'm going to do a show this weekend you know for a travel mm-hmm. year that type now it's like oh I'm 
Do you want a show coming up? Our boss is like, it's like, it's like that first show feeling, like your first ever show feeling again. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's nice to have, it's nice to have people like that again, you know? Definitely. Uh, what will be your comedy match? Los Federales Santos. Yes. Barry Pewett. Again, Santos is one of the nicest down to earth people. You I've heard he's, I've heard he's really ever. nice. Oh, he's brilliant. Like I watched his match. It was him, Walter, and his partner against the the what's the Irish lads called again? Who were always on TNT. Uh, oh, oh, you, you know yeah, what? Again, I'm a, I'm a apologize. It's 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 it's, it's the foggy head I've got. I've got. I can picture all three of them in my head. I can't think of the name. Yeah. Um, you know, I, keep, I, keep, I, keep, I, keep, I keep saying made to last, but it's not made to last. It's, I've uh, got that. I'm saying made to last, but it's not. It, it, he's got long black curly hair, and the other mm-hmm. one's built like a, 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 a big unit. And oh my God. I'm, <laughs> I, if they're listening, I am terribly sorry, lads. Yeah. But either way, it was mm-hmm. a six man tag, and he's on the whole freaking um, transform, and he's on the whole pyramid thing. And it's when <laughs> Santos was getting shouted at by Walter. And he was like, okay, I'm sorry. And so I was just trying to help. I was laughing my head off. And then he comes in, pointing his gun, and he's going, everyone get down. Like, you know, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And he's doing, I was crying, tears were streaming down my face. And then one of the, the Irish lads went up going, is that real? He's going, yeah, it's a real gun. And he's just pointing his <laughs> electric gun. I went, that's brilliant. And honestly, like, he's, on, uh, he's one of the, if you ever play cards with him, you will have a scream with him. He's, he, honest to God, he's a laugh like him. Um, we have a ball playing with him on cods. He's on. He's hilarious. I've said you should be sat on Twitch with like your 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 stuff on and yeah. just shouting at people, like telling them not to have no more fun and run around like a little SWAT unit guy in that, <laughs> in that uniform and just shout at people like like your Santos. And that honestly, he's one of the nicest people ever. And obviously, Barry Pewett, Preston's first luchador. He's mm. his, his longest losing streak, but he'll he'll win one one day. You will. It'll be like Mick Foley, you know. More, more than hype, the club. When Barry wins, yeah. <laughs> more than hype. That's yeah. it. I was saying me to last. Yeah, I was thinking me to last. Good job, you said it as well. So I didn't look back at that. Why am I saying me to last? I've made to last in my head. I said it's not right. <laughs> then you've got your women's title match. I'm going to say Alexis Cooper because she's been getting round loads, hasn't she? Like every time yes. I look on the internet now. It's, Definitely, it's, she's getting about. So it's like, put on your girl getting about. You go on, like, keep see how far you can get. Yes, and I, exactly. And you know what, Lizzie, Lizzie Evil. Yes, I know they were meant to. I think they wanted to have a match at TNT, weren't they? And obviously, we had to take put yeah, it back just early, early this year. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'd have them too happily again. Lizzie's a boss girl as well. Mm. Met them at loads of shows, got all the time in the world for them. So I'd have them on straight away. Uh, hardcore extreme rules style match. RJ Silver versus Clint Magara. I guess Clint's yes. a great guy, and RJ, I know RJ's dying to do deathmatch stuff. But mm. I, honestly, some of the matches I've gone on through RJ, you know, because he yeah. just says, Look, what are you doing? Let's go. Even Connor come, like, though they took a shine to me and said, Come on, we'll go, we'll just get together and start doing sh- and just travel to shows and see if you get on like Rise and stuff like that. So, uh, <laughs> I, I said to him, I said, I told him about, about this and I just said, Look, I'm going to put you on with Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, Yeah, sounds whatever. <laughs> and then you got your, oh, that sounds like amazing match. So I love the one I interviewed RJ and he goes, The first thing I look for when I get to a venue is what can I jump off? <laughs> Yo, it's, it's been, oh, right. Again, I'm going to be dead quick with this, right? It was my first 
ever rumble at BWP Stu mm-hmm. was running it um, he's one of the trainees there and he helped set up the ring and he was running it first time meeting him mm-hmm. and um, he just said Dave said can you throw him on the rumble and he said yeah sure just throw him on obviously there's no matches for him it was again it was Paradox versus Dogs of War Yeah. and when, when they were talking about the match and that RJ goes do you reckon you could chase me up on the veranda up there and I'd jump <laughs> off <laughs> and they were like yeah go ahead and I didn't have a clue what they were on about I was in my own little world still there just like I'm going to a rumble don't know what to do blah 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 just try and stretch out and this that and the other and there's a video with RJ right at some, I think it's Alan Ainsworth recording it and you see me in the doorway thinking where have they all gone and the next minute they're all in front of me on the doorway and this body dropped <laughs> on the ceiling onto them it was like some, you know, anger management at the end where the fella gets a gun out and goes everyone get on the floor blah 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 <laughs> And the nutcase goes, ah, runs off, and he, he dives out of the tree on them at the end of anger management. <laughs> it, was, it was like that scene. Everyone just, he just dives out of nowhere, and I didn't realise he was above my head. Yeah, wow. <laughs> so definitely them two together, because I know he's a nutcase to go against Clint in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> what about uh, tag team title match? I, I couldn't decide on just two, so I'm going to give you three people, uh, three teams here, because... Yes. Like, so you got Dogs of War versus Maisie Side Maisie Squad Ooh. versus um, the 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 Mites. Ooh, that'd be Again, interesting. Six people, I, I think, highly off. Yeah. So it'd be it'd be nice to see like a dominant tag team versus a really healy tag team versus a really experienced veteran tag team. So yeah. be like, like a good little. That'd be fun. Uh, it's a good little mixture there, yeah. And then it's your uh, intergender match. I I couldn't think of anything here. I was thinking, do I put it, Lizzie with someone? Because I know she's not scared to throw a dig. Yeah, last went, time, no, last time you went for M- Millie McKenzie versus Chris Ridgeway. Yeah, yeah. I can't do that again. <laughs> no, you know what I will do, though, Valkyrie? I, Ooh, I, still yeah. haven't, I, haven't, I haven't caught up with um, NXT UK yet. And um, I, haven't, I haven't seen that match with, with anything. You just come into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the woman from Japan so uh, again I just forget about the woman in my head but I haven't got the freaking name um, I'd have her against the uh, speedball Mike speedball oh, again he's on my list him and Ridgeway I'd love to have a bit of clash of styles yeah that's, that's, that's great then it's your main event main event right I was going to do a Survivor Series style match but I'm just going to do an, um, the whole war games thing instead oh right cool yeah <laughs> yeah, that's something different, isn't it, compared to everyone else's war games events? We're going to have in one corner, right? Yeah. The Cod Pals. Again, it's a group of people in a group chat who've all been there for each other about the, the whole year. It's like, if nine times out of ten, you'll go on, it'll just say anyone on with a question mark, seeing if anyone's playing Cod. And if, like, we all have been in the day for each other, it's just a group of misfits. I didn't think the group was going to last for a week, but oh, wow. yeah. it's lasted for over a year. And, We've all oh, been there for each other's like yeah. one day with like um I don't feel like playing my heads up me uh, my heads in a bad way and they'll all be there for each other and just you know we'll all talk about blah blah blah. That sounds amazing. But uh, yeah. I'd have Joey Marcus the player of Prince out of that, Dougie yes. Matthews, yes, Connor Klein, yes. Jason Mitchell, and Ryan Riot versus now Ooh. I was gonna put them against the Mites. I thought you need a tag team here. Do you know what I mean? Like if you ever watched the Survivor series. Like, I remember yeah. back in the day, like, the 80s, it was always each side of the tag team. So, you'd, like, you'd have, like, um, the Rose Warriors and, like, 
Um, you should have like that, a, you'd have like the, 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 the road yeah, warrior. You'd have a tag team, like an upper mid card, and then a main event. All the Legion of Doom and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, yeah. So um, I'd have um, yeah, I'd have a tag team. I'd have me to last day. Yeah. Like seeing them as faces, I put them in there. So there's their tag team. Now you need you, the bad guys have always got a unit, and I know one giant. I'd have Big T. Ooh, yeah. So there's the giant, right? So that's three people. I need another two now. So I'd have I'd have little Alfie Brooks because he'd, I'd have because him and Ryan Riot obviously they wrestle each other with their class clash of styles. Him, yeah. And then um, I'm trying to think of someone dead, dead healing now. Like you've always got that one guy you think, oh, and then he's left till the end, isn't he? Kind of thing. Um, you got CJ Banks in your main event last time. So. Yeah, CJ Banks. Thank you, thank you, <laughs> CJ Banks. I love you. That'll do. That'll oh. do. You'll be the captain of their team, and then I'll have Connor Klein, the captain of that team. Oh, that's an, yeah, it's an amazing card. So I'd, I'd watch that. That's my. Um, <laughs> uh, that's 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 me card. If I had millions in my pocket, and I'd use it to. That was an amazing concept. But um, before we go, do you want to promote any social media? Um, yeah, it's just James Reed Pro when you spell and read it. R E I D, not E W E D or E A D. James Reed Pro on Instagram and Twitter, all one word. Uh, that's more or less it. Sorry if I've dragged on, but. That's yeah, been I've a lot of fun. Been so there all day. <laughs> I don't shut up either. So hopefully all them stories kind of make sense to about a terrible year I've had. And, I've come around the back. But you know what, though? It all happens yeah. at the right time. Like I was saying, if it happened when I was doing shows, I wouldn't have been wrestling for a long time. No, definitely. But if I was saying, no, like when I was with me, with the physio, he said, obviously, you train so much and so hard. He said, he looked at me back and he was just like, look, I'm going to tell you now, I don't even need an x-ray machine. I can tell you, your back is in such a bad way by looking at it. I don't even, I don't even need an x-ray machine here. He said, obviously, the way you've been training every day kept the strength of it not to fall apart. So it's beyond me how it's, it's come this far. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, he said, uh, when you've relaxed your lockdown and you've lifted your brother up, the weight of him, it's just ruined it because yeah. it's gone soft, your back. So, oh, yeah. Um, I think if lockdown didn't happen, I would have obviously maintained something to last this a bit longer. But obviously, lockdown did happen and it happened at the right time for me back to fall apart. Like I'm saying, what if, I don't know, load the shows, got on all these storylines, and I had to pick the phone up and go, oh, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't wrestle for a long, long time because I'm back. Yeah. Oh. And then when I got back to FS, I'm not going to lie to you, I was terrified to bump. Absolutely terrified to bump. Yeah, it makes and, sense, wouldn't it, um, if you had a slip disc and then you're bouncing on it. Yeah, we, we, um, <laughs> we set the Superstar Pro ring up just to like, get it all nice and tidy and get it all, like, you know, all sorts when the show comes. Mm. And Dave goes, go and jump in and just you know, see what it's like. And I went, oh, yeah, go ahead. And then I got in and I went, as I went to put my body to go, like to bump backwards, like my foot like went backwards automatically by itself. I went, nope. Oh. And I was like, bump really? Yeah. I'm like, I was telling myself, bump, but my body was just saying no, as much as like, I had no pain, there was nothing wrong with me. My body was just like, like it, it just, I never had no confidence in me. And I, that's never happened to me before. I've had all kinds of injuries and I've never looked at something went, I haven't got the confidence to do this anymore. Oh, and it's like, yeah. so when I got back to FS, I got Danny and told him everything. I said, if it might take me a while to bump in, and he was just like, so understanding. He just went, mate, you just take your time. You take as long as you need. And he was dead understanding. He, he was a brilliant coach, man. And, Amazing. Um, 
at the minute I got in there and I was running away with it and I was like, all that worry for nothing. I'm a, that's the problem with me. I'm always, a, I'm a terrible warrior. Oh, <laughs> well, I put, I put um, links to all your social media and links to tickets oh, no, for Superstar Pro in the description below. So, yeah. Oh, no, thanks a lot, Chris. I'll see you. Thanks again. Yes, I've really enjoyed speaking this again. I'd love to have you on again in the future. <laughs> oh, no, thanks a lot, Chris.